Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, made possible by Rotary District 7210. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People living by Rotary's motto of service above self. And Jonah, today our very special guest is Sister Margo Morris from Sprout Creek farm talking about environmental and agricultural benefits using it for an educational for educational purposes right. so welcome to the show and good morning sister margo good morning all right so where exactly is sprout creek farm sprout creek farm is actually in the town of lagrange despite okay. it's despite the fact that its address is poughkeepsie <laughs> okay <laughs> and that's in dutchess county and um and in our talk radio our hudson valley talk radio listening area that's right and uh, what do you do at Sprout Creek Farm? Well, I personally, I am the director of Sprout Creek Farm, mm-hmm. and uh, so, and I'm also the uh, one of the founders. Oh, is that right? Of of Sprout Creek Farm and the its predecessor, um, called the Farm, which was begun on a campus of a school mm-hmm. uh, in 1982. Oh. And so I've been at this a while. <laughs> and this is a working farm with like pigs and chickens and cows and wheat and things like that? Yes, it's a working 200-acre farm. 200 oh, acres? I didn't realize it was that big, even yes. though I, I'm slightly aware of it. 200 acres? Yes, and we have two dairies, My a cow God. dairy and a goat dairy. Okay. We have pigs and chickens and ducks and cats and all you know, turkeys and all, all the um, wonderful uh, kind of smaller animals uh, as well, uh, but we have the two dairies so that we can make cheese, and we make fifteen or sixteen different kinds of cheese as and, well. And who who comes to the farm? Who works the farm? How does this roll into the educational? Who are the students, and where does the cheese come from? <laughs> oh, I love it! <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. this is um, well, the umbrella is education. The uh-huh. whole reason why we began this crazy venture um, was to um, educate uh, young people. Uh, having been a teacher, uh, it was kind of determined by a few of us on the faculty of an independent school a long time ago that um, students really needed uh, some sort of educational experience where they began at the beginning and not in the middle mm-hmm. of learning. Uh, m- most of them at that time, and still I think, um, really felt the only goal was to get into college, and then the only goal was to make money. But where was the life? Where where was the soul? Where was the heart? And that's what we really um, tried to do by creating um, an environment that is typical of of Americana everywhere. So the the beginning idea started, on, assumably, on this independent school campus where you were on the faculty. Yes. And then one thing led to another, and now you're in LaGrange. Yes, for the last 20-plus years. 20-plus years on 200 acres. Yes. So now that you're a, a, obviously a sustainable farm uh, up on its own, do the do the students come into the farm, onto the facility, onto yes. the grounds, and where do they come from? Well, good questions. Uh, the students really come from everywhere. Uh, uh, naturally, those that come for programs uh, that are day-long programs or even a part of a day are, are local. And I would say the radius is anywhere from, um, I'll say, well, Pauling to up to Rhinebeck across to Highland 
you know, and then down. So from these New are York. public, independent, private schools and parochial schools. I'm assuming any type of so. And do you create the curriculum? Yes, we create the curriculum with um, the help of the person making the reservation, whether it's a teacher or an administrator in the from school. that other school district right. or also dis- organization, whatever. Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Other organizations such as well, it might be Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts. Um, you know, it could be. Um, any any um, agency like the Green Teens uh-huh. from the from Cornell, gotcha, gotcha. Um, that um, uh, maybe come on a regular basis. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So so it, it so it could be a day. When I'm talking about curriculum, you could you could sign and and let before we go into that, where would you go for a website or contact information for our listeners? If there's somebody out there, it was, this is this is exactly what I've been looking for. Okay. The website is www.sproutcreekfarm.org. Give us that again, Sister Margo. www.sproutcreekfarm.org. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper because we're going to repeat that website uh, at the second part of the show. So, Sister Margo, we have students coming onto the farm. Yes. Do they just watch other people do things or do they get to like milk the cow themselves? And If they're the in goat? a residential program... Which we also have, and those young does that people, mean you can spend the night? Yes. Oh boy, night, okay. many nights. Um, it depends on what. So you get up with the cockadoodle do. Yes. When you're on a farm, <laughs> yes. don't you? Yes. Yes. And those people, those young people, do the milking because they're there early enough to do that. Right. And they're there and that's late why, enough to do and that. And that's why they're there. Yes. <laughs> part of part of the agenda. Yes. There. Part of the curriculum, mm-hmm. I should say. So their their um, yeah their curriculum includes all of the chores um, and that sort of creates the parenthesis um, around the day uh, so that they begin and end well not really end but they um, their day is is governed by the chore schedule right um, and then the the day program students come uh, for a variety of things having to do with. Um, it, it may have to do with uh, ecological, um, sensitive ecological systems that are that are located around the farm and on the land. Um, it may have to do with uh, growing vegetables. It may have to do with anything that doesn't involve specifically uh, their um, ability to actually milk because they're not here at the right times. So right. We, we just don't treat them treat the farm like it's a zoo so all right well uh, sister mary uh sister margo morris i should say of the sprout creek farm uh let's say we've got grandparents or parents listening to hudson valley talk radio this morning and they say well this sounds like fun i'd like to take my children there for a day but they're not part of an organized group of cub scouts or brownies or boy scouts girl scouts or a school do you have individual families visiting yes we do um i think probably the best uh possibility for people looking for something for their children or grandchildren to do is to bring them to um, summer camp. We have both oh. day camp and overnight camp. Wow. Uh, and and it, it goes, it's approximately eight weeks of day camp, uh, and you can sign up a week at a time. Mm-hmm. And it is approximately 10 weeks of overnight camp all different age groups in different kinds of programs. And is this all year round when if it's a 10-week course? It, it's or that's the summer. The camp. summer, the, the summer, those camps. Are the summer I'm camps. Sorry. Okay. So I that's to why I that. was uh, uh, imagining that 
it would be best for people who really want to get their kids um, immersed in something unusual and fun and outside and wholesome to get involved in the summer camp. Now, uh, all these these visiting groups, I assume that there's cost involved and tuitions or fees or whatever to go to camp. Is 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 that how the 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 farm is sustained? Well, partly is through that the tuitions. Underwriting? Uh, partly, and w- and then what else do you do? Are you a nonprofit or are you a okay? Yes, so you're five hundred one c three. We are five hundred one c three, and we do depend heavily on donations. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there is a tremendous amount of overhead when you introduce children. Onto, into an agricultural setting. Environment? Huh. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, you need to keep um, a, a basically a faculty uh-huh. um, trained and, and on. Where does the faculty round. come from? Uh, they're all college graduates, graduate students, um, and they come from, uh, often from uh, places like Vassar uh-huh. and Bard, mm-hmm. Marist. Uh, and, and so it's kind of interesting they they often come from local colleges, but also uh, across the country. Now, how did you get involved in this? Did you grow up on a farm system, Margo? No, I did not. So this is a, a very uh, kind of an interesting evolution. Uh, when I was teaching in a school, I was teaching English literature in, right. in a high school. Uh-huh. And I um, really, it was about began this because of what I envisioned young people really needed as a base for their education. Uh, And because I'm a a certain age, um, I can remember, despite the fact that I didn't grow up on a farm, I knew lots of people who did grow up on farms, and I knew lots of people who had family who did. That was gone by the time mm, I right. was teaching. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're going to find out more about your involvement with the Sprout Creek Farm and uh, how Sister Margo Morris uh, helps young people learn about the environment and about agriculture. But first, let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on Hudson Valley Talk Radio and around the world by podcast and on iTunes at www.radiorotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the lovely Sarah O'Connell, our very special guest, Sister Margo Morris of Sprout Creek Farm. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Arlington, Poughkeepsie, Brewster Cairo. Congress Valley Cottage, Fishkill Goshen, Highland Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Kingston and Kingston Sunrise. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. The 1,200,000 women and men of Rotary have accomplished extraordinary things. They've taught millions of people to read, worked toward world peace, and have nearly eradicated a crippling childhood disease from the face of the planet. But each of those 1,200,000 women and men know they could accomplish so much more. If only they were 1,200,000 and one. Find out what an impact one person can make. Learn about Rotary at Rotary.org. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. What would you do if a friend, coworker, or a loved one collapsed? Calling 911 alone will not be enough. Over 1,000 people a day die from sudden cardiac arrest. Many can be saved with early intervention. HealthSave offers CPR courses on a daily basis at our facility in Rockland County. We'll come to your home or business if you prefer. Call us toll-free at 877-277-6233. That's 877-277-6233. Or visit our website at healthsave.com. That's 
H-E-A-L-T-H-S-A-V.com. Leave the E off of save for emergencies. CPR training is for everyone. Learn CPR. Become a lifesaver. Do you want to make a difference in the world? Now you can by participating in Rotary International's Peace Fellowship Program. If you live or work in the Hudson Valley, you too can be part of the next generation of peace leaders. You can earn a master's degree or a professional certificate in peace and conflict studies at one of seven Rotary Peace Centers in the United States or around the world. To learn more about this program, call Bill Bassett before April 1st at 845-361-4732. That's 361-4732. Hudson Valley Talk Radio and online at HudsonValleyTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jonah Trebwasser. Happy New Year again, Jonah. I'm going to say that for like the first entire quarter of the year. (laughs) How about that? Okay. And today we are talking about... we are talking with Margo Morris, who is the executive director of Sprout Creek Farm. And what we're discussing is education, agricultural, and environmental issues in our community. And Sprout Creek Farm is an educational facility. And is remind, that right? us, remind us, Sister Margo, where it's located. It's located in LaGrange. Uh, 200 acres? 200 acres, yes. Sustainable farm. Well, as sustainable as we can make it. Okay. (laughs) It takes a lot of energy, a lot of work, and a lot of commitment. You've got educational programs for young people, summer camp, scouts are welcome, right? Oh, yes. And it's all detailed on your website, which is? It is www.sproutcreekfarm.org. Folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We will repeat that in just a second. So, Sister Margo, people uh, who listen to the show love to you know know about a little bit about our guests. Um, what order are you a member of? A member of the Society of the Sacred Heart. Okay. Uh, and where did you teach? Out of curiosity, so we talk. We've talked a lot about your educational background. That you were an English teacher, English literature. Yes, is that right? That's and you correct. taught for how many years? Oh. Um, 15 years. 15 before years? Before starting the farm. Before the farm. Mm-hmm. And and uh, where did you teach? I taught at the Convent of the Sacred Heart in Greenwich, Connecticut. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sacred Heart, I had some friends that went there. Did you? Was it an all-girls school? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's got to be the same one. <laughs> they all know how to read and write very well. I just, I just want to report. <laughs> you know, uh, I got to say something. Well, in yes. today's world, no, everyone's penmanship has... I won't say go on to, you know, we're in a handbasket because the uh-huh. sister's with us. But everyone's penmanship has deteriorated because all the kids today are taught to type on a typewriter um, from the age of like six. Well, from the womb. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I always know when someone has, has a parochial school education because the handwriting is perfect. That old Pittman. That you know. cursive. <laughs> and right. they didn't call it script either. It was no. cursive handwriting. No. And you're such a friendly, lovely person. I'm, I'm bet that that old canard about the sister hit me over to rent knuckles with a ruler if my penmanship wasn't good. You never did that, did you? Nope, not at the Sacred Heart School. <laughs> and our order never did that either. Sister Margo Morris of the Sprout Creek Farm is our guest on Radio Rotary, and we're talking about the educational programs available at this uh, a beautiful facility and how they're teaching young people about edu- uh, about agriculture and the environment. And is the idea maybe we'll get some people to, to take over farming? Because, you know, we used to have a lot of farms in Dutchess County and throughout the Hudson Valley, and they're fewer and fewer, and fewer people who want to follow in the grandfather or father's footsteps uh, into farming. Is that one of the goals here, Sister Margo? Yes, of course it is. Uh, What we're trying to do really, I think, is come up with a a slightly different farming structure 
because the family farm and the amount of work and attention and responsibility, which is 24-7, is really not attractive to Mm -hmm. young people today. And that's why they're not taking over their family farms and they're collapsing. So... But there are new models for um, making it possible for young people to farm, and many, many, many want to, uh, but just not be twenty four seven and well, tied is, to it. Isn't it just not just the responsibility and the time commitment? Isn't there a financial um, financial issues trying to be be financially you know make it make sense from a business standpoint? Isn't that not a challenge as well? It is, and uh, what. What's happening today is pretty exciting. Whereas some time ago, a farmer might choose uh, something very specific to focus on, either dairy or beef or, you know, alfalfa. Yeah, a crop of some sort. Crop of some sort. Um, What is happening now is that uh, these young people are coming out of all sorts of schools, not just ag schools, uh, with an array of things that they might do to add value to whatever raw material they start with. So some of them have started restaurants on farms. They've started what we did to help support ours is to start a creamery. And so you, you so sell your you sell your dairy products? Yes, we sell under our what cheese. what label? Uh, Sprout Creek Farm, oh. and it's sold at Adams, and it's sold really? um, all over New York. And uh, we make about 40,000 pounds a year. Oh, my. And we sell it in our store right on the farm Farm as well. How about by mail on your website? Yes, we do it. Okay. And you can find that there, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds great. That's amazing, the distribution all over the state. All over the nation, actually. Really? Yes. Really. And how do you make that leap? Do you have a professional distributor? Well, we do now. It's taken us many years to break into the the dis- national the market. Yeah. My goodness. And do you have the bottling plant right there on the Sprout Creek Farm in LaGrange? It, it's cheese, so we don't need bottles. Oh, you, you it's don't, not you don't fluid sell milk. milk. Oh, nope. I see. It's just all cheese. You all cheese. Make it there. You wrap it there. Yep. Label it. Wow. Yes. And everybody can come and watch Age that. Age it. Yes. Yes. Well, it's part of the education as well. Okay. Um, it kind of completes the cycle from soil to table which uh-huh. was uh, the idea in the first place many years ago. And uh, it, it took us a long time to yeah. get there. But um, I, will s- I will say that I have um, very good friends, uh, lifetime friends that are um, uh, full-time, full-time residents in New York City. And one thing that they love about coming up to visit me here in the country, as they refer to it, um, is is the Hudson Valley products. The Hudson Valley, that kind of stamp of authentic Hudson Valley produce, whatever, Mm -hmm. fill in the blank. It could be, you know, the beef, the cheese, the, uh, all the green vetch, the green markets, the wine. They are, they are completely romanced by this. So here's another example, Sprout Creek Farm cheese. You know, there's a big move now, Sarah, to buy locally. um, Because, you know, in today's environment where, Gasoline is, you know, three dollars and fifty, seventy, eighty cents a, a gallon, and God knows how much diesel is. Um, mm-hmm. To truck produce in to the Hudson Valley to our 
various supermarkets. It makes no sense when we've got local producers, local farmers, uh, people like the sure, Sprout Creek Farm. Sure, use our own our own resources. And certainly Adams is an example. We'll give them a plug. Uh, a wonderful family-owned business that we've all watched grow from literally, um, you know, a vegetable stand to the right. the big sh- shops. Um, Very exciting. Uh, uh, markets that they are today. And they make a point of including and marketing and promoting Hudson Valley products. So, Sister Margot Morris of Sprout Creek Farm, do you know of anybody who came to your uh, summer camp or your day, day work or, or educational programs and then became a farmer? Has anyone called back and said, Sister, I've become a farmer? Oh, yes. Tell us about oh, it. Oh, yes. Um, there are several, and several have become vets and uh, but large animal vets. Oh, all right. Um, some are involved in uh, environmental law. Some are involved in uh, advocacy for um, the family farmer for small farms. Mm-hmm. And these young people that came to us kind of, well, basically you can say they self-selected. Right. Because why would they have come in the first place if they had no interest? Mm-hmm. So they come to us, um, and and usually in a summer program, um, uh, they develop this this kind of passion for whatever it is they're going to go into. Right. Uh, but I say they self-select because in the summer programs, uh, young people come to us as individuals. Their families send them, or whatever it is, but they're not mm-hmm. coming as a class right. where they have to come. Mm-hmm. So they, they so they choose. Are, they are, they're predisposed. They have a pre a predisposition to the interest of this, um, or like you mentioned, I mean law. You know, an affiliated um, uh, uh, livelihood, an affiliated business or trade profession. Right. Profession. That's the word I'm groping sure. for. Um, very interesting. Very must be very rewarding. You know, I'll, I'm yeah, pretty to exciting. I'm going to bet some parents right now, even though it's uh, you know a little bit cold outside and, and a little bit uh, early to think about this, are starting to make their plans for summer camp. What's the average day like in uh, your summer camp program at the Sprout Creek Farm System, Margo Morris? Is it all work and no play, or do they get to ride horses and stuff? Oh, you know what? They, they, um, they enjoy it even when it is work, but um, because they don't recognize it as work. Yeah. But, uh, and let me just clarify, we don't have horses because we don't have four-legged RVs. There, uh, that's something that children can kind of have access to right. many different ways, but they can't get on someone's farm very easily and actually milk cows, milk goats, mm-hmm. um, feed pigs, uh, collect eggs, and all that sort of thing. Uh, what do they do? Well, as, as I was saying before, they, they begin their day if they're in a residential program, and it doesn't matter if they're 10 years old or 18 years old, mm-hmm. they still begin their day milking cows and goats and feeding the animals and watering them. And uh, and so there's a lot of learning that goes on there. Uh, then there are, uh, depending on their age, there may be um, a seminar period where certain discussions take place about food or about uh, the environment or about our place in it all and how we can do things better. Uh, and then there is usually a, a time when they maybe make, uh, they might make bread or they might churn butter or they make cheese. Uh, they'll make something or they'll preserve something, make pickles. 
whatever. Boy, it all sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like but a you know, lot of fun. They love it. They <laughs> yeah. absolutely Sister, we're, love it. We're almost and out you're of time. right. There's no work involved. But it's we, all very creative, <laughs> hands on. Right. Go we're, ahead. We're almost Sister. out of time, so please give us that website one more time www.sproutcreekfarm.org. And Sister Margot Morris of Sprout Creek Farm, thank you so much for all you do for education and for joining us today yes, on Radio this Rotary. Has been fascinating. And go thank cheese. So all go right. cheese. <laughs> and who supplies the cheese to us this week for bringing us Radio Rotary? Well, this week, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the clubs of Middlebrook Mill. Middletown, I'm sorry, Millbrook, Newburgh, New City, New Paltz, North Rockland, Pleasant Valley, Port Jervis, Red Oak, Rhinebeck, and Southern Ulster. Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasser, thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next Friday morning at 9 for another edition of Radio Rotary, exclusively on Hudson Valley Talk Radio. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business.